All right. Welcome, welcome to Modern Lightworkers, Tools for the Everyday Empath. We are your co-hosts, the mother-daughter duo. I'm Janet Bernstein. I'm Ariana Scott. And I'm the mom, by the way, if you can't tell. It's hard to tell. She sounds so young. I'm kind of the leader of this pack. (laughs) So um, we are super excited to come to you today with episode four. Um, We have another amazing, sparkling guest, um, and I can't wait to introduce you. And by the way, in case you haven't listened to our other few episodes, we have decided that we are going to consciously not edit these. Um, So if you hear a dog, a baby, a husband, random mailman, whatever, we are not going to apologize for that. We're just going to tell you that's life and we're going to move on because that's That's life life. (laughs) and we're going to move on. So... Our amazing guest today, um, she is the CEO of Soul Sparkle Inc. Global Experiences and the creator of the Sacred Shakti Method and the Soul Centered CEO Movement. Doesn't that sound amazing? It kind of does sound amazing. She's a mentor to women leaders called to create a soul-centered business in life, a spiritual teacher and author of Becoming a Soul-Centered CEO and the forthcoming book, Invocations, Prayers and Blessings to Illuminate Your Life. I want that one for sure. I know, it's already on my pre-order list right now in my head. Yep. She is the creator of Soul Sparkle Siva, a global service trips and experiences, and is the expert in transformational travel. Haley Hunter Hines is one part fun fairy, one part wise sage with a burning desire to bottle up and light on fire all things magical that bring women back to their own soul and the sparkle within. Holy I crap. goosebumps just from the introduction. <laughs> Welcome Haley Hunter Hines. Hi you guys. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. You're so cute. <laughs> we trying girl we're trying to be cute great. great it's so fun so fabulous to be here thank you so much for having me we're so excited to talk to you today um when we were looking at your bio and obviously I've met you in person um and you are just a beautiful energy to be around um I had the pleasure of sitting next to you at a fabulous dinner and honestly, I just felt like I was home um, sitting next to you. And that's what I told Ariana. Yeah, she talks about it all the time. She's like, I can't believe that one just sitting next to her at that dinner was like so just life changing, like just meeting her. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys, you're going to make me cry. We're just getting started. <laughs> Jeez. I love so we absolutely wanted to have you on our podcast. And honestly, there are so many things that you could talk about. Um, but I think that. What really struck me as I was looking over your amazing website, which is soulsparkleliving.com, by the way, for those listening, you're going to want to go and soak up all of the goodness. I was just so inspired when I read just a little bit of your story. So I think it would be really powerful if you kind of shared how you got here, you know, how are you this CEO of Soul Sparkle? Where did this come from? Well, I think, you know, everything's a journey, right? Um, And mine has certainly been an interesting one, to say the least. I feel like I've had like nine lives already, but I mean, you know, um, in this lifetime, but essentially what, what I kind of started down the path on was really around wellness and um, health and productivity and corporate wellness. Like that was the path of my professional career, right? So I got all the certifications, all the degrees and all the things and really worked my way to ultimately the top of my 
top of the totem pole, if you will. Like I was the, the SVP of all the things and had this really beautiful, um, beautiful team and, and job and, and paycheck, right? So the, a lot of stability and a lot of, of a, a lot of beautiful things that I was able to do. However, on in the meantime, I also had this lifelong dream, and I mean two decades at least of really this desire, this burning desire to travel and speak and teach and see the world and, and create these beautiful events and experiences for women around the world. And so finally, I decided to give myself permission to do exactly what I'd always wanted to do. And about five years ago, almost five years ago, four and a half, I finally quit that last fancy job and I put my things in storage and I took off. And I traveled for what was supposed to be um, three months. You know, isn't that cute? That whole 90 day, oh, <laughs> days. And literally four years later, I just signed my first lease in four years, two months ago, back in my hometown. I haven't lived here in 25 years. And it has been just this whirlwind of magic and miracles and beautiful experiences. And like you mentioned, creating these experiences for women around the world has been such a beautiful blessing for me to be able to create something so lovely and deeply transformational as well. So that's just a little snippet of the story, but it kind of gives you the the overview of kind of where I started and, and where I am now. So super exciting. Yeah, I love that. So for those listening who are maybe in that former life, have the the beautiful title, the beautiful team, the beautiful paycheck, but yet are staring out the window and kind of wondering what else is for me. Um, you know, what's your advice to them? How do they find their soul's purpose? You know, I think that there that we all have something deep inside. If we're really quiet and we're really honest, you know, like we have to be still and and really be honest and ask ourselves what what we really would love to be doing every day. And if it's the thing they're doing, then, then that's wonderful. Some people have found it in, in that structure, in that environment. I knew that I was meant to do more. I knew that my purpose was um, at a different level of what I was playing at in that, in that corporate realm. And I wasn't able to fully integrate all the parts and pieces of me into that corner office. I, could, I didn't fit, right? Um, there was too much passion, too much energy, too many things that I wanted to create that I wasn't able to do that. And so I think for anyone that's listening that has, that has made their way up the corporate ladder and, and been successful, you know, in the, in the standards of what you would think of, um, but still don't feel, they don't, they don't feel like their soul is fulfilled or they're not expressing the fullest part of themselves that to me is when you need to go in the inquiry and really ask the hard questions and say, if I have to do this for the next 20 years or 30 years, am I going to be happy at the end of this life? Am I going to look back and wish that I would have traveled more or, or done more or written the books or, you know, gotten a different degree or gone down a different path? I think when you look at, look at it from that perspective, and you're brave enough then to give yourself permission to do it, that's the other key, getting clear on what you want. And then you have to be really brave to do it. And, um, but the blessings on the other side are extraordinary. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. As someone who did the, the corporate dream for 17 years, um, 
And honestly, had I not been kicked to the curb, I'm not sure I would have done it myself. (laughs) But looking back, I'm so incredibly thankful. And there's no way I could do that now. There's no way I could go back to that. And I can't even imagine. I always tell you, so um, I started my business. I had been laid off for several months. I lost my job as a manager of a wax salon, which I never thought I would work at a Brazilian wax salon. (laughs) That was a whole nother story. Um, But I was laid off when COVID started. And now in talking with my mom, like I, I realized like I could never, I could never do a corporate job. I could never do a nine to five. And I didn't even really reach that top level. It was sort of, it was still service industry, but being laid off truly, like it was the thing that it was like, all right, like I'm not going back to that. But I think that, you know, so interesting. You can find this purpose at any point of your journey. Like with her, it was after being successful in the insurance agency for almost 20 years. For you, it was 20 years. Me, it took about one year post-grad <laughs> before I realized I'm not doing this anymore. I know there are some people that they never go into that corporate world. They just know they can't. It's so interesting just how like just different people at different points in their journey are, are waking up to this realization. Like I meant for so much more. Yeah. Well, and I think it's generational too. Like our generation, like it was like, you go to college, you get the degrees, you do the thing, you, you, you do all the right things, right? There was still this very, at least for me, a a lot of pressure around, right? You, you get married then and you buy the house then and you do all these things. And there was such a, such a path, a cultural path, if you will. And I think what the blessing is that I'm seeing in your generation is that you are much more um, open to alternative paths. You're open to different ways of creating money. Like you don't know a life without the internet and being able to do digitally um, create income, right? So like, I love that for you because now you don't have to do the 20 years if you don't want to. I mean, you could, you, you figured it out. And I think that's such a beautiful inspiration for, for those that are listening that are a little bit younger, you know, and, and say, you don't have to put in your time. Right. That's an old paradigm. Right. right. You don't climb the ladder. Create your own ladder, right? right? Like all of the things like we thought we had to do before we could do our own thing. Now you're just diving right in, which is fabulous. I love I'm it. So, I'm so grateful. Like, especially I think back because my younger sister is in the process of looking at going to colleges and um, we're, all, we're all very good test takers. And I know whenever... I, I took the SAT and the ACT. I had good scores and it was a conversation, you know, you can go to any college you want with these scores. You could apply to any school and pretty much be guaranteed admission. Yeah. But then there was also the conversation, but you don't have to do that. If you don't want to do the traditional school route, you don't have to. And they, they even sat with me and said, like, do you want to start a business? And I was at the point where I was like, no, I want to go away to school. I want to move to the middle of nowhere, Louisiana, and it's going to be so fun. And I'm going to go to football games. And spoiler alert, I graduated a whole year early because I hated that so much. It just yeah. was not the path for me. But I like even now with my sister, there's this conversation. You can go to college. But you don't have to do that. That's not the only way. And I think of all of the people thinking that they have to follow this one path to success. Um, You know, you have to go get an MBA to be a business coach. You have to go get certified in this to be a life coach. And then I look at my mom and, and so many people don't know, she has no degrees. She has certifications from the insurance world, but she has no degrees. Everything she knows, she has just taught herself. And when we do our graphic design business, like we have not studied graphic design. Like we've taught ourselves so much. And it's like, 
there are so many options available that I think people don't even realize are options or even at the very least, they don't realize that's options for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like life school, right? Who needs right. a certification when you're, when you've done right. it, <laughs> it, like, right. you know, I, I, I agree. I feel like there's so many possibilities now for being self-taught. I mean, this, your phone is like the best right. resource for ev- You can learn everything, you know, you can get, you know, certified or not, or learn, you know, whatever language that you need to speak in order to be successful right now. So being creative and open to the possibilities. I love it. And to circle back to something you said earlier, which is, you know, giving yourself permission to be brave. And I think that that's really the missing piece that we see, especially in a lot of our coaching clients is they, they're waiting for someone else to give them permission, you know, that they're wanting a sign. Yeah. They're wanting right. a sign. They're wanting someone to tell them they're right. wanting, you know, their spouse to agree or their kids to approve right. or whatever right. it well, is. I think that is, of course, we're part of the coaching industry, but I think that is what has made it a billion dollar industry is everyone is, some people are looking for the strategy. Yes. But I've noticed that most people are just looking for that permission, that external validation. And I always tell people when I talk to them, you don't need my permission but here you go. You have it. Like I think of even my own best friend, she was in a degree program for years that she didn't love. And she told me, I really want to go into nursing. I really want to go into nursing, but her family didn't approve. And I said, what is the worst that's going to happen? And I, she has older sisters who did things her family doesn't approve of, and they're all still family. I was like, they did it. So you just go do what you want. And now she's in a nursing program and she just absolutely loves it. And I'm like, you didn't need my permission, but I always say like, here it is. I know there's some uh, coach who has actual on her website, like a freebie you can download and it's permission slips. And it's like, I hereby give myself permission to do whatever the F I want today. So I love that. Yeah. Well, and actually I had an event where um, in one of my monthly women's events where I passed out little permission slips. And after we, they did like a a, a mindfulness moment where they had, I didn't call it meditation because so many people are freaked out by the word sometimes. But we had a mindfulness moment where they had to think about something really big that they wanted for their lives. And then I passed out these permission slips um, that I created in Google Docs. And they just had this little little strip and it said, I hereby give permission to, they had to write their name. And then then I asked them, who signs this for you? And I had one woman out of 40 break down in tears because she immediately said that she thought she had to put her husband's name that only he could give her the permission to do oh, this thing. Oh, and, was, and I was just like, oh my gosh. And of course my husband's like my biggest cheerleader. So he, it doesn't matter what harebrained idea I have. He is a hundred percent backing, you know, me, us, doesn't right. matter. So right. I, I totally, it broke my heart because I'm just like, I can't imagine living like that. But we, we literally got her a new strip of paper, like literally brought her another one. It was like, uh-uh. rip that up you are rewriting this it doesn't mean you're doing something without his knowledge you say this is your dream this yeah. is for you you know yeah. and, and I think that that there's a lot of women that are in that position but also there's a lot of men in that position and just yeah that, that put their power in the hands of Whoa. someone else what was the thing you changed you changed your Facebook header and I was watching you as you changed on your computer and I was like laughing what was it because I so I think of us as like we're kind of the queens of just like doing whatever we want. Like 
it's like the thing like men are more likely to get jobs not because they're more qualified but because they know they're not qualified and they apply anyway are you talking about my new quote yes the it's, new quote oh so it's it's not really that new it's and i didn't write well, it's not it, a new but, quote but it was your new header so my facebook. new header on facebook says if you hang out with me long enough i'll brainwash you into thinking you can do anything and achieve anything that's like people come to me at mu i feel like when they just want someone to say like why aren't you doing this like you can literally do whatever you want like I there are no rules someone posted that the other day like you think this is the rule blah blah blah. there literally are no rules like whatever rules you're following they are made up like there are no rules right and it's so powerful yeah I think though a lot of us are raised and it depends on your family right of origin but a lot of us, most of humanity, we're raised to seek outside of ourselves for everything. So approval, appreciation, validation, acceptance, love, everything, right? right. So uh, it's very rare. And I think that's why women, when they hit around 30, when they hit around 40, there are certain levels of, oh, wait, I don't care anymore about what people <laughs> things right Right, right. and that's when that feeling of freedom and and liberation starts to bubble up and that's when they start to go oh wait maybe I don't need my husband's permission or maybe I don't have to care what my kids think anymore or my parents or whatever right so I I think that's the beauty of again at a younger age having the the empowerment the um the sovereignty really is what that is Mm. you know the 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 knowing that you are the boss of you right and I I think that you know say what you will about this year I mean we don't even try to sugarcoat it like this year has been so crappy in so many ways for all of us but I think it's a really beautiful thing that so many people have no choice but to reevaluate everything right now it's like I had no choice I had no job I had like I had to reevaluate every bit of my life and really figure out who am I? And Mm -hmm. I think it's just such a beautiful thing that this is something that we're experiencing globally right now. It's something we can all connect on. Like we're all in this period of rediscovery and reevaluation. And Mm -hmm. I think that we're all extremely connected through the internet right now, which I'm not a huge social media fan, but I do think it's very beautiful that we're all able to come together and, and rediscover ourselves together. And look to other people, not for the permission or the validation, but for guidance almost. It's like, you now see, wow, these are all of the things that are an option. Like I always will see someone that's a fill in the blank coach. And I'm like, there's a coach for that. And it's like, wow, you can like, you can make a business out of anything you love. And it's just, it's so beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think a lot of people are, like you said, um, forced or like unintentionally put into a situation where they have to get creative. Right. They have to start to think, wow, since that, you know, I have a lot of friends that were in the event industry and they're like, oh, great. Okay. Since that's not happening now, yeah, you had it too. Like my whole entire business model has shifted in six months time because you can't really lead international retreats right now. So, you know, they've gotten really back to what matters to them. Like how do they want to spend their days? One is baking like baking cakes and and cupcakes and things and I'm like that's the coolest thing she's like <laughs> I've always loved to bake but I always had all these other things to do and I never had time and so she's developed this passion you know at from a hobby into a business so it's just it is fascinating and as much as it has been hard I think it's also been revealing mm-hmm. you know revealing of truth revealing of 
what else your life can look like when you give your t- yourself the time and space. Yeah. To- I love that. I mean, I know when I was getting my life coaching certification, um, a big part of it was figuring out what your coaching niche would be. And like the first question was, what did you love doing when you were a kid? And ironically for me, I still don't really have answers because all I've ever really like truly loved that way is reading. And so I pretty much just, I read like a few books a week. And so my interests change by the week based on what I'm reading, but I have a, a good friend and she, um, we laugh because we do keto, so we don't eat carbs or sugar, but I, I have subscribed to her monthly boxes of baked goods. And so she's a mom and her business is called Cloud Carter. And she, she just realized she loves to bake. She got her whole, she just defended her master's thesis. Like she's so educated, but she has this love for baking. So we've now subscribed to like a baking box. Cause I mean, yeah, we had like a box a pandemic. Of, of pumpkin themed macaroons <laughs> delivered from Louisiana. It's, oh, it's so delicious. That sounds fabulous. Yeah. I'm trying like, to get my friend to ship. I'm like, can you ship a birthday cake from the Northeast all the way down to Oklahoma? But you yeah. can do it. <laughs> yeah. There, there are all sorts of tools. Right. Now, so, yeah. You know, the, the one thing I will share, um, when I met you, Haley, um, you know, I was going through, um, a very transformational time, you know, in my life and business. And this was literally 13 or 14 days before COVID hit here and everything shut down. And I remember sitting next to you and saying, I just feel like, you know, I'm meant to do, do more than what I'm doing here in Dallas. Um, and, and for those listening, I had a women's group here in Dallas that was, um, very successful, multiple retreats, a membership program, monthly events, um, that filled everybody's cup from the leader to the attendees and something that all my daughters were involved in as well at multiple events over five years and sitting there next to you that night at dinner, my, everything was, was churning. I was just like, okay, something's got to change. Something's got to change. And then two weeks later, life shut down and every event canceled, every keynote canceled. And, um, and it, it took several months of like, kind of asking that question of, okay, is this a sign that I'm supposed to let this all go? You know? And, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to let it go. You know, like I, I held on to it for so long. Um, and then it finally has come to a close. So our, our final day of the membership is coming up and we're finishing with like a gift exchange, but basically saying goodbye to a membership program um, and all the live events. And, and honestly, it's bittersweet because yeah. yes, it's hard to, to close the door because it, it was a blessing, not only for me, but for them, but yeah. also now the sky really is a limit. You know, we also have discussed, we could live anywhere. Um, we no longer have these deep ties and, you know, which I know I see you like shimmying over there because that's like, that's right up your alley. Yeah. It's, yeah. Travel well, it's and- so funny when I first, when she first, um, the first time I heard of you was actually, she told me about sitting next to you, but it was the day you did the, the live card pool. And I was sitting next to her and I was like, Ooh, I like her. I was like, I was like something about her energy. I have to watch this video. And she was telling me about your story and how you moved to France. And so France has been the top of my list since I was like eight years old. I have no idea why I fell in love with the culture. I was the president of the French club in high school. I took advanced French. I was briefly a French major, but those classes were hard. So I stopped. But then um, I know whenever I first met my fiance, I had just applied to become an au pair. And I was like, I'm going to move to France. And she was like, you're going to leave Dallas. And then I met him and it was like, well, now I can't leave Dallas. And then of course, like 
now it's like we really don't have to stay here and of course with the pandemic we're not like doing any international travel but it's like it's you you can soon yeah I like if it's still at the top like I'm like oh I have to take Remy to France like that's been at my top of my list forever and I'm encouraging all these people to go out and do whatever they want but like what I really want to do is to get to France so seeing your (laughs) stuff it was like oh my gosh I have to get there I have to get there I love it Oh my gosh, maybe you guys can sparkle with us in Paris next year. Oh, that that would be amazing. amazing. Yeah, I've, we've, I've, I've told her all about some of the... Yeah, I've already, I've been all over your website. I'm like, her, oh whole, I was like, her whole job is just taking women to retreats around the world. I was like, she gets paid to do that. I was like, that is my dream. Like, just travel with a bunch of my girlfriends and like, oh, I love it. But yes. tell us what you have going on. Like, I know you guys just closed the doors to your... Um, membership, but I'd love to know what all you guys have in store for us this coming year. Yeah. So like I said, you know, since we can't do our international things, at least in the moment, um, the, the main focus that I've been birthing into the world is the soul centered CEO movement. And that's really just feel, so I don't have children. So for me, it's like this, I feel like is the legacy, like this is the thing to help more, um, visionary leaders and entrepreneurs uh, create millions to the, so that we, we can give millions. So I believe that the more we make, the more we can give. And my hope is that through this collective, we'll be able to help, you know, bring many more business leaders to that million dollar and beyond. And then together as a collective, we give a million dollars each year for the next 10 years, if not more. So that feels really available and really exciting. So that's really been my the big energy um, right now. And then I'm going to take an entire week off of Thanksgivings, which I'm so excited about. And then um, the next thing is I've got, you know, I'm multi-passionate. So I have this beautiful body of work that, that feels really long-term. And then I also um, have a product line and I've just added two new products after living in France and Italy and Spain and everywhere for so many years, um, a beautiful new skincare there's two products a soul sparkle serum and a spray that when you use them together they're just they're magical and of course they're all infused by the full moon and they've got crystals in them and just all the all the yeah (laughs) Yeah, so so those are going to be coming um soon soon i've got the prototypes here and i've got another um the final final coming this week and so so that'll probably be the next little fun fun push so i kind of do both sides of the things, you know, some, the, the deep business million dollar money mapping. And then I've got my other fun, little more fun things that I do as well. So yeah, people don't know, like we still do branding and graphic design projects. Like I'm literally on retainer for someone doing her design work and I don't Mm -hmm. advertise it because it's really just those soulmate projects that I found, but it's like our, we have our big thing. And then it's like, I have to go build this website. I'll see you in a couple (laughs) days. I know. Right. I'm just so like, yeah. I don't know. I just love what I do so much. And I, my, that's how my brain works is always yeah. kind of like, Oh my gosh, wouldn't it be fabulous to, you know, yeah, it's fun how that works. So yeah, I'm just trying to focus on one thing at a time and then go to the next thing, <laughs> you know, not always easy, but super exciting. And I love what you guys are creating. It just, it feels so good. I love that you're able to, to do it together. I mean, I think, if I've learned anything, it is that it is always so much more fun when you can collaborate and that the energy that happens. And I, that's what I think you guys hopefully experienced this past couple of weeks with us in a gathering. It's just, 
bringing people together that have, you know, big dreams and, and big hearts and open minds. It's just, it's extraordinary. So I love that you guys are creating magic together. It's fabulous. Yeah. yeah, we absolutely love it too. We are blessed to be able to call this a job of some kind. Right. Um, it feels weird, um, but we're going to go with it. But yeah. Um, yeah, our goal is to bring lots of inspiring people to this podcast. So um, if you're listening to this, definitely get in touch with us. Um, yeah. We would love to have you as a guest. Um, Haley Hunter Hines, we are so honored to have had you on the, on the episode today. Um, you. Again, you can find her at soulsparkleliving.com. Um, and she is all over Facebook as well with her gorgeous photos. Um, we are definitely looking forward to hearing more about your product lines and how we can push those out as well to our listeners. So I'm sure we will have a follow-up episode, um, in the future. I would love that. That would be such a blessing. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you again for joining us, uh, here on modern lightworkers tools for the everyday empath. Um, we will talk to you guys soon.